Today on episode number 595 of the School of Podcasting, we have a cool Because of My Podcast Story extended dance version. We've also got tips on how to break through the learning curve because I'm knee deep in the middle of one. We've also got some news from Lipson about Spotify and what the heck is a download. And I've got a cause that if you feel like giving is definitely worth giving to. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I'm your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I bring my 20 plus years of working in the educational field and I help you massage your message, tackle the technology, face your fears and flatten that learning curve. We're going to talk about the learning curve today. I've got some tips on that, on things that you can do to kind of not only plan your podcast, but Keep things going so that you don't run out of steam. But before we get to that, we're also going to talk about a way you can help a family in need since it is the holiday season. Got a really tragic story that I want to bring up. I've got kind of a because of my podcast story. If you can answer that question because of my podcast, Dave, I was able to blank. I would love to hear that. Email me, Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. Just send in that answer and we'll play it right here. This is kind of a elongated dance version of that answer because of my podcast and it involves Matt from the band 11 T seven. I realize you've lived the life of a, a professional musician, which means you've been on a label. You've been off a label. You've been on another label. You're on Sony Japan for a while. Then you're off a label. Then you did the independent thing. You've off and off. And eventually in 2014, you said, oh, that's it. We're done. And so now 2016, you decide, Hey, you know what? I'm getting the band back together, man. What inspired you to start a podcast? So, so actually, like we weren't super familiar with podcasting at the time. And then uh, some friends of ours had been doing it. And I think we had kind of just played around with the idea. And all of a sudden, one day, uh, the, the other guy in the band, Davey, he called me. And he was like, we should do a podcast. We should just start talking about what we've been doing, what's been going on, everything. Like anytime we're at a party, like what normally happens is people want to hear about like the inner workings of what it was like on a label. What's it like being a touring band? We need to take those stories and figure out a way to condense them and just give people what they want to hear. And I'm kind of averse to that because I like I'm a little bit of a of an introvert uh, anyway. So the band for me is kind of an outlet for that. And there's something about trying out podcasting that really... I don't know. It's it's almost like an introvert's extroverted game to play. It's like I don't have to be in front of a ton of people. I can just be in front of my friends, but I can be addressing a much larger audience. And I thought that there was something so cool about that idea that and it's kind of consumed me ever since. I was just listening to an interview with Howard Stern, and he said that's why he loved radio. He goes, I love to talk to people, but I don't want to talk to people. So, and he's like, I can be here in my room with my microphone and I'm good to go. And I was like, all right, I kind of get that. So in 2014, you decide that you're going to do a solo career and somebody started a family and it's just, it, you know, life happens. How disjointed were you then for a couple of years from your audience? Did you still have like a newsletter or were they basically, you know, I know you had a Facebook page. So how disjointed were you from your actual audience at that point? I think we were just totally burned out on everything that had to do with the band. 
Mm-hmm. So like I, I had already in the course of the band started producing and writing for a bunch of other bands and doing a lot of commercial work too and music beds and different things like that. And I was I was doing okay with that. So it wasn't like a crazy thing for me financially to have the band break up, but it was like a big emotional thing, I think, for me. So yeah, we just we got to the point where it's like I'm I got tired of answering emails. I got tired of updating social media profiles. I got tired of figuring out if Facebook was still going to be around or if Twitter or Instagram were going to be the things that were going to stay. And we had just had so many failures in a row and so many things not work out and so many things like be right on the cusp of breaking for us. Mm. Um, And then all of a sudden not happening at the last minute that we just, I think our hearts were just tired and, and we had to stop. We had actually quit a few years before 2014. It was probably 2012 that we actually stopped the band. And then 2014 was when we actually addressed it and kind of said, hey, here's why we haven't done anything, because we're not really a band. (laughs) And I think we just needed a minute, you know, like you just need to step back from it and kind of reconnect with the things that make you that make you happy. So at that point, that makes it even longer between like, you know, communicating with your audience. So you start the podcast what was kind of the initial reaction to the podcast when you started it? Um, we had no idea what we were doing. Um, <laughs> I, I had friends that had done it. I actually think at some point I even got on the phone with you because I think we have a mutual friend in Kale Nelson. Yeah. Um, and he he had put us in touch together. And I think I was having like an issue like, what what does it mean? Where, how do you host something and then tell everyone about it? And like, you know, just like all the backdoor stuff that's not interesting to, to everybody. And you were really, really helpful to me on the phone. And it was just kind of like you had this really cool, calm voice that was like, look, you're not you're not an idiot. OK, yes. <laughs> um, but here's a few things you need to think about. And here's kind of how it works. I think it was great. Like our our fans have responded overwhelmingly. I was just reading through some tweets today because we we're releasing our, our album, mm. uh, our kind of get together uh, reformation album today. And I've already seen a lot of folks on Twitter that were like, I had no idea who this band was, but somebody turned me on to their podcast. And after hearing their podcast, I really wanted to check out their music and see what they were doing. And with us initially just starting out the podcast as a way of sort of reengaging with our fan base and letting them know what we were doing. To me, that was like, oh, oh, my gosh, we're we're absolutely going to keep doing this because it's a way for us to tour without touring. It's a way for us to network with other bands, to have conversations with other people who are in the same creative fields that we are, but don't necessarily, aren't necessarily at a place in their life where it's like, cool, let's pack up and leave for three months. Like, you know, and tour. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's for us. That's what podcasting has been. It's a way of touring without getting in the van. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also helped build up buzz for your, your new release. And what was interesting is you started a Kickstarter for this, and uh, in the better part of a, it looks like a week, you hit your goal. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think it was a few days, and we and we had the goal. Um, I, I would have to go look back at that to to be sure. And the cool thing about it was, we were able to talk about the fact that we were doing a Kickstarter. We were able to talk about the creative process behind the record. We we even have more podcasts lined up right now. Nice to sort of do a, a bigger deep dive into. Well, here's here's what it's like. You know, we have a lot of creatives that that follow us and a lot of aspiring singer and songwriters who kind of dig what we do. And we love demystifying that process for them. Cause I feel like there's so many people that are sitting at home in their bedroom right now. And they're like, 
well, I don't know how to podcast or like that. That it just seems like too so crazy or like, why would I want to do that? Or I don't know how to write a song because everybody else writes better songs than I do. And it's like, just start. Just like everybody has a day one. Like decide that this is going to be your day one and just keep moving forward. And you would be surprised how many people would just come out of the woodworks to help you along. who just want to see you succeed at something. Well, that and have you done any kind of like behind the scenes of uh, like the lyrics or behind the scenes of a song kind of thing? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. We're that's where we're we're sort of editing all those podcasts right now to start to release the 11D Life, which is the our podcast. Yeah, because I know on on Spotify, there's a couple artists that I've seen do that, and you'll listen to the story, and it's really hard to not go then listen to the song. And yes. of course, if they listen to the song, hopefully while they're there, they'll hit the buy button and uh, and make all the effort worth it. But uh, yeah, so that's a great example of that. So now is is there going to be a tour now that we're we're starting now that you have an album to tour on or is it just a matter of, you know, taking it day by day? Well, the weird thing is uh, every day that passes, it, it feels like we're the band is sort of regaining momentum and the podcast is gaining momentum mm-hmm. and it becomes way more probable and likely that we're that we're going to start doing shows again. Because um, it's like you, you kind of reach a point where it's like you. The older that you get, it just it ha- it has to make sense. You can't take a chance on like going out and doing a bunch of shows or doing really heavy touring that right. is not going to work out or not going to financially work out. So yeah, podcasting has been a really cool way for us to just sort of keep tabs on what everyone's thinking. And there's so many different things online. Like we've been using this program called Speakpipe mm-hmm. uh, to to just like, hey, do you have a comment? Do you want to be featured on the podcast? Do you have something interesting to say or a counter argument? Like cool just talk into your computer and send us the mp3 we'll throw it on the podcast so that that's been a cool a cool thing as well because it allows us to sort of address the audience in, in real time with the podcast as well yeah i would say a podcast is basically a like, it's like a time shifted conversation so yeah. you know you'll say something and then they'll say something and, and that whole nine yards so that's cool if somebody's never heard of of your band shame on them Eleven uh, D seven. You can find them at eleven D seven is alive dot com. How would you describe your music? We're kind of a mash of Devo and nice. Blink one eighty two. Excellent. Um, I'm from yeah. Akron, Ohio, man. So when you say Devo, you're like, now nah, you're talking my peeps. <laughs> yes, I'm a huge Devo fan. So yeah, just like big guitars, big synthesizers. Like it's quirky, it's fun, it's happy, and it's just like we we make feel good music for people that, that maybe need that in their lives. Um, so we've always been like a little bit counter to, to the whole like sort of indie music scene. That's a little more on the sad or, or depressing or, or right. cynic side of things. Um, <laughs> I want to blame so. my dad for everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you could go back and do your podcast episode one again, what would you do differently? Oh God. <laughs> I don't know. I've kind of enjoyed the failures uh, <laughs> as weird as that sounds. Cause it makes it more fun. Um, I think I wouldn't have been as, as nervous about it. And we ended up going with more of like a talk radio format. And now we're sort of transitioning out of that into doing more one-on-one interviews where it's me and a host and then a, a guest or, or two or three, but I wouldn't have known that that's where we wanted to take it. If we hadn't have first kind of started out with this, you know, talk radio mentality um, at the beginning. So, and what what made you decide to change directions? Um, I, I think it's that we 
we started hitting on some really important topics. And then, you know, the format for the, for our first like few seasons of the podcast was basically let's all get together, make sure there's plenty of like beer for everyone (laughs) and just like have some very lubricated conversation, you know, so that we feel really candid about what we're speaking about. And it kind of does feel like you're just in the room with us talking. And I think the more that we've done it, the more we've said, Hey, there's some specific topics that we'd really like to spend some more time on as opposed to kind of, you know, when you have four people involved in a conversation, it, it will sort of wax and wane and, and you get a lot of tangents and, and different things like that, which can be cool. But I think that we're, we're really interested in the inner workings of things and, and what makes a conversation interesting. And I think that sort of transitioning into this format is going to provide us a way of chasing that down in a much more succinct way than kind of a social free for all. Well, what's the name of your podcast? Our podcast is called 11D Life. There you go. Yeah. And uh, again, the website is 117isalive.com. You got to get used to that that name after a while because I keep wanting to, I don't know why I'm tripping over 11T. 117isalive.com. And uh, Matt, I want to thank you for coming on. I know it's it's CD release day, so you got things going on here. But uh, Matt Langston, I want to thank you for uh, taking the time. Anybody wondering, this was recorded, uh, I'm going to guess, is that a truck that you're in? I live, so this is actually another cool thing that the podcast has done for us. Like, I live so far up a mountain that we don't have internet. I have to come down the mountain if we have internet. So unprofessional, but I just, like, love working in seclusion, and so that's the thing. And because we're wanting to to sort of expand and grow the podcast and serve our podcast audience, we've, we're have we already making, like, a move. We've already planned to make a move, so... We're we're coming down the mountain to get <laughs> to get internet to nice. do internet right now. Yeah, there you go. But it won't be that much longer. Pick your up, pick yourself some up. Uh, well, of course, a, a musician, you got a bunch of sure SM58s laying around. You don't have to worry about microphones, so you're good to go. But uh, awesome! But uh, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Wishing you a merry Christmas and a happy new year. And, of course, that transition is from the lovely people at Music Radio Creative. Check them out, schoolofpodcasting.com slash MRC. And kind of sticking with the holiday theme here, I uh, I want to talk a little bit about learning curves. I talked about this in the past. It was kind of funny because I was like, you need to embrace your learning curve because realize that you're stepping out of your comfort zone. And that was easy for me to say because, well, I know how to podcast and I wasn't in the middle of a learning curve. And now I am because here we are in the holiday season. And, uh, I went out and bought myself an Xbox. Now, the last time I played video games was literally in the 1990s. So to go from playing Tecmo Bowl on the first Nintendo, I'm dating myself to now trying to play Madden 2008 on an Xbox. It's a little bit of a culture shock. Now this again is a good thing. I am way, way out of my comfort zone with a huge learning curve in front of me. So what I thought I would do is take this experience and kind of bring it over to podcasting a little bit and kind of say, this is what I mean here with, with video games. Here's how this applies to podcasting. So number one, you've got to define your goal. It's not enough to just join the school of podcasting. Your goal is you want to launch a podcast and The other thing I want to throw in here now is you have to define your why. I say this a lot. If you can't tell me why you want to start a podcast, you're never going to make it through the how. But just for an example, if I do a solo show, 
with no guests. There's no need then to read up on how to create a mix minus because you don't need one. Some people might even say you don't need to read up on how to do a mixer because really you don't need one. There's nothing to mix. But the problem is, um, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But I would say another thing to throw in here, define your goal, define your why, and keep things simple. It was hilarious. I'm reading up about the Xbox and I find out that you can put like a four terabyte hard drive in this thing in case you run out of room so you can put more games on it. And I'm reading up on hard drives and there's specifically green and they're built for the Xbox and the, how fast the RPM speeds up. And, but, and I'm looking at this, I'm like, wait a minute, I just bought the thing. I have one game on it. I'm in no way anywhere near filling up my hard drive. Why am I reading about how to replace a hard drive in the Xbox? And I had to go, Oh, you know what? You're in a rabbit hole. And that is, again, the problem is I don't know what I don't know. So here's the second point. Talk to someone who is doing what you are doing. And as you don't know what you don't know, you need to find someone who can help you to find the area you need to investigate and identify those things you don't. So in my case, if if you're doing a solo podcast, you don't need to learn about mixed minuses. You're not doing any guest interviews. You don't learn about mixers because there's nothing to mix. But you don't know that because you don't know what you don't know. So this is where if you can find somebody who is doing what you're doing, that's really going to help you. And I've said this before, and from my chair, uh, especially now working for Libsyn, this is absolutely true. You will pay for your podcast in one of two currencies. And if you're a regular listener of the show, say it with me, you're going to pay with time or you're going to pay with money. And it's just, there's, there's no, that is so true. I see it every single day. I see people, who have just taken the wrong road and now they're trying to help. We're trying to help dig them out. So, which leads me to another point. You want to, number three, make sure you're using good resource material. Look, there is a ton of great material for free on YouTube. There's also a ton of really outdated material that can really steer you right into the wall. Just so when you do research on on YouTube, you may not know this because I I know some of you might be going, Dave, I can't really afford to hire you as my mentor, but I'm going to have to do the YouTube thing. Okay. Here's a way to speed up the accuracy of YouTube. There's a a filter option. When you type in your search and hit search, then look in the upper right-hand corner. There's a button that says filter in the upper right-hand corner that allows you to sort by the upload date. So you can get the latest videos at the top. That's a way to stop you because there are a lot, and I mean a lot of people, who followed the advice of a video from 2012. In fact, if you go to YouTube, you can search for Quit Podcasting Like It's 2012. That's a video that I made, and I'm going to tell you on a weekly basis, if not daily basis, I get somebody that's saying, yeah, I used to do it this way, and it's it's using file for download and and." and now I want to do this and I want to take advantage of this. And then I'm like, yeah, you kind of messed up and here's how we can turn things around. So there are tons of Facebook groups and there are other resources. Meetup.com is a cool place where, you know, you can meet people that, you know, you're trying to, to do things with. And um, that sounds weird where you can find people to do things with. You can find your community. Sounds much better. Uh, And you can find people in Facebook groups that can answer your questions. However, Be sure to check out who was answering your question. I was really impressed this week 
I had somebody in a Facebook group said, you know, it seems like everybody, and I mean everybody, hates SoundCloud. What's so what's so bad about SoundCloud? And I'll, part of me was kind of like, look, get the hint. SoundCloud is a bad, everybody's saying it because everybody knows it's bad. But this was somebody who was going to question it. And I was kind of like, you know what? Good on him. So I said, okay, here's the deal. They've laid off 40% of their U.S. workforce. They've lost over something like $300 million. They weren't expected to make it past December of 2017 till they got another loan. They've fired the CEO. You know, I just gave him, and he was like, oh, okay, thanks. So you need to kind of question everybody. And every week I see tons of articles on the subject of podcasting. And in many cases, they are written by people who apparently have no podcast. You're like, what? Well, then why would they be writing about podcasting? Because it's hot. Podcasting is hot. Hey! And it's ridiculous. And all you have to do is go up, get the author's name, go to Google, and let's say it's Mortimer Snurd. Mortimer Snurd wrote an article about 13 ways to start a podcast that'll make a million dollars. So you put in the Google search Mortimer Snurd podcast, and it turns out there's no Mortimer Snurd podcast. Nothing. And and put in your name podcast. It'll come up. Uh, I've done this. I tried it with a, a couple people from the School of Podcasting. If you put in their name and podcast, their podcast came up. Not for this author. And I've got a video if you want to watch schoolofpodcasting.com slash 595, and you can see this. So check, again, the point here is make sure you're using good resource material. So also, uh, when you do find a good resource, you have to use it. So in my case, you know, find somebody who's doing what you want to do. And I was trying to look, all I want to do, if we go back to right, step one, define your goal. I just want to play football. I want to play a little football on that. My, uh, my best friend from like when I was 12, uh, moved to Oklahoma and he was kind of a video game guy. And I thought, you know, we, we could play video games online. That'd be kind of cool. And uh, so that was part of it. And I just thought, you know what? This would be something cool to do on my lunch, kind of be a little brain break. So that's my goal. Nothing. There are people literally that make thousands of dollars playing video games. One guy won a trip to the Super Bowl. That's not me. That's not my goal. My goal is serious, casual gamer. In the same way that there are people that just want to just do a hobby podcast and I just want to talk with my friends and have fun. Define your goal. Nothing wrong with that. So talk to someone who's doing what you're doing. Of course, I went to my nine-year-old great nephew and uh, I'm going to pay him in probably pizza and root beer. Also, when you find a good resource, you need to use it. This is hilarious. So I asked my, my nephew and I go, it's kind of weird. There's no manual for this. So we used to have these little manuals that came in the, the box. He goes, oh, yeah, I've click on the help button, and uh, it'll give you the link to the, the PDF. And uh, so I got there. There it is. And it's stupid because these games are like $60 a piece. And uh, so I'll, I'll pay $60 for a video game, but uh, I won't print the manual because it's going to use up too much ink. How stupid is that? And uh, but so I I was pointed in the right direction of a resource. And then I didn't use it. I have, I've since fixed that. And, uh, I've worked in many different tech support departments. I've worked in education, things like that. And I know we are all in a hurry. We are all in a hurry and we just want to get to where we want to go. I mean, I just want to play football. I don't want to have to practice and, you know, I don't have to go through training. Camp. I just want to hike the ball and run. And, uh, I can tell you that most companies will tell you that they promote, they, they put in a tremendous amount of effort into the onboarding process 
which is basically where you get your customer kind of acquainted with with your situation, with your system. And this typically will include some sort of email, in many cases, a welcome video. And the problem is nobody reads this stuff. You need to read more than the email title. Uh, You need to actually go in and watch that video because I can guarantee you that there are questions in every company that would be answered. You know, a headache would be resolved before it even happened if we actually just watched the welcome video. But we're in a hurry and we don't. So in my case, I was in a hurry, didn't go through the hassle of finding the, the manual. And I did. I was like, oh, this is how you do that. It was hilarious. I started playing a second game, a basketball game. And uh, at one point, it was uh, I was playing the Cleveland Cavaliers. And, and I, uh, I was the Cleveland Cavaliers. I was playing the uh, Golden State Warriors. And at halftime, I was losing like 52 to 4 because I kept rolling the ball down the... <laughs> I was rolling the ball down the court. I couldn't figure out how to pass. It was very, very. Now, on the other hand, I was having a great time. I was getting the pants beat off of me. I was laughing. Great time. So again, you know, if your goal is, in my case, to have fun, I was having a blast. I wasn't winning anything. I was losing, but I was having a blast. So uh, make sure you are using good resources. And when you find good resources, make sure you use them. Number four, break your goals into tasks. So you know, the old saying, it's an old joke, how do you need an elephant? One bite at a time. Uh, well, it's kind of true. Once you understand where you want to go, break your goals into smaller tasks. And so you can take the goal of identifying your podcast. Let's say, let's say that's your goal. I need to identify the name of that. Well, you could break that into tasks like, all right, I want to create a list of at least five potential names. I want to check the domain availability. I want to do a Google search to see if the name is in use, uh, I want to create a uh, kind of a focus group and ask them what they think the show is about. Like, these are all these different steps that you could do under the main task of identifying the name of your show. Break them into smaller tasks. Then another thing you might want to do, and this is kind of more about how do you get through this without burning out? And that is don't try to learn it all in one sitting. Now, I understand that we're excited. But when you try to do too much in too little of time, you can burn yourself out because now and I'll give you an example of this. Uh, as a creative person, uh, one of my hobbies is playing the guitar. And I remember when I was growing up, I had a little studio in my basement. And I remember once I just, I had lyrics coming in my head. I'm writing music and I've got a multi-track recorder and I'm putting bass down and electronic drums. And this, and I looked up, it was like 4.15 in the morning. And to me, I thought it was maybe 11.30. And I, I was like, wait a minute, I came down here at like 10 o'clock. How is it 4.15? And the, I go upstairs, the entire house is black. Everyone's in bed. So I understand that sometimes when creative juices are going, uh, and that's fine. That's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about where you're just forcing yourself to stay up late and you're tired and you kind of wish you could go to bed, but I got to get this done. That is, that's where it's like, no, no, no. That's when you're trying to do it all at once. That just means you're, you've set, a goal with unrealistic expectations. You can't do it all in one sitting. And again, I go back to, I know I really just want to hike the ball and run and throw it to somebody, but there's some things I have to do. So, and this goes back to giving yourself a timeline. I I say, give yourself a timeline, but don't bite off your face. Now, what I mean by this is timelines can help you see a plan and they give you an idea of, of your, uh, not motivation, but, um, your momentum as you go forward. I'm launching a class in January. 
It's called Podcasting in Six Weeks. You can find it at podcastingin6weeks.com. It's a group coaching class where you and maybe four people, I want to keep this class really, really small. So this is almost personalized consulting. It's just shared with, you know, four, maybe six people. And we're going to walk through from planning your podcast to getting it into iTunes and all the other directories. And you can go over there and see the timeline of here's what we're going to do. So you can kind of see, am I on track? Am I behind schedule, ahead schedule? And that's the thing that worries me about timelines. I'll give you an example of one right now. I set up a time, a goal to basically be around 190 pounds in February. And I did this last month. And at the time, it really wasn't that hard of a goal because that was like, I don't know, two pounds a week, something like that. I had to be focused, but it was obtainable. And to make a long story short, I'm nowhere near that. Thank you for the Twinkies. Uh, let's take a little tangent here. Um, SP from uh, from Better Podcasting heard my weight loss show where I've said back away from the Twinkies. And for whatever reason, SP, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Sent me a box of Twinkies for Christmas, apparently. I appreciated them. They were very uh, yummy. But the the bad news is now when I compare myself to my timeline, I'm nowhere near where I should be. So when you do that, don't go, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, I'm three weeks behind from where I should be. I'm just going to forget it. I'm just going to do this and this and that and that and this and this and that. Usually those decisions right there are not good ones. They're not. When you're like, ah, oh, never mind, just screw it. I'm going to do it. No, no. That's when you go, look, wait a minute. The world has waited 13 years at this point for your podcast. It can wait another month. It's time to restructure your timeline. Maybe make it a little more realistic because you find out just like I did with video games, this is going to take a little longer than I thought. Then what you can do is set a time to work on your goal in a focused fashion. So for me, that's going to be my lunchtime. Now, the cool thing is I work from home and so I can go down and nuke my lunch, throw it down my face and be done with lunch in about 10 minutes, leaving me another 20 minutes to play video games. And when I say in a focused fashion, when I did the notes for the show, I came up with this idea idea when I was playing video games. I opened up Evernote and I said, this is a learning curve. The learning curve should, you know, this applies to podcasting. You could write out things to do. How do you flatten a learning curve and how do you stop from being burnt out? I'm like, okay, cool. That was my note. So then when I come up here to record this, I open up my Evernote, I expand on it, I got my bullet points in front of me, but I've also turned off, I'm not watching TV, I'm not checking my email, I'm not checking my Facebook, and and YouTube is closed. I'm focused on talking to you right now, so that in that 20 minutes I have a day of learning how to play football on a video game, I'm focused. And it's the same thing you can do for a podcast. Now, I realize there are some things that you can't just put on hold. Two-year-olds are not very good at, you know, just, hey, daddy's podcasting right now. Uh, Cats are not very good at being quiet sometimes. Um, I just had, I had to cut him out, but Bernie was going crazy and I got the door closed. So I realized that there's sometimes when having a focused fashion, uh, there are things that are just going to break that up, but do the best you can. And then the other thing you can do, and I have worksheets for this at the School of Podcasting, is you can track your progress. And there's just something in the brain when you write things down. It's something to do with the left brain, which I'm not sure which one's which, but the left brain I think is creative and the right side is logical or vice versa. But somehow writing down your goals, it somehow just jazzes things up. And so 
by writing down your goals and your steps, you can then go back and check these off. And that's where you start to feel the momentum. You may not be moving as fast as you want to move, but you are moving and that will keep uh, gas in your tank for lack of a better phrase. So I can now say I understand the frustration of a learning curve. And this is the other thing you kind of have to get into with, with why, why you really need that. Why? So for my why it's, I just want a way to chill out. I kind of like video games. They seem cool. And the other thing, and so it may be that after about, I'll give an example. This was back in the nineties. There was a racing car game and I just wanted to, install the game on my computer, get behind the wheel and hit, you know, hit accelerator, uh, hit the brake and, and steer the wheel. Well, I had to build the car first. I had to, and I had to figure out how wide the tires were and how, what angle the spoiler was at all this. And I'm like, look, I just want to drive the car. I never ended up playing that video game because after a while it was like, this is, this is more than I chewed for. And you might be that way with your podcast. You might start off, get in about five episodes and go, this isn't for me. That's okay. You can check off your list. Try podcasting on this subject, not going to work. And then you either A, find a new subject or B, sell your stuff and check it off the bucket list. That's that's the way it's going to work in some cases, but you're not going to know unless you try. And so for me, if it turns out I have to go through so many hoops just to, you know, march Tom Brady down the field to beat somebody, uh, I may not be doing that. And that's the other thing I found out again, by, uh, getting with someone who, who's doing what you're doing. My great nephew, I texted his mom and I said, Hey, uh, what's the, what's the little guy want for Christmas? And she said, well, you could do this and this and that, or you could just get him a uh, gift card to GameStop. And so I go to GameStop. Holy cow. So here again, networking with people who are doing what you're doing. GameStop, I go in and they're now again, normal games, brand new games, literally 60 bucks. And that was one thing I was like, ooh, I, I did not factor that into it because I didn't talk to anybody who had an Xbox before I bought one. And I go in there and if you don't want to play the latest, gated, latest greatest game, so let's say I want to play instead of Madden 18, I want to play Madden 17. Yeah, it's like $3. I'm not making that up. I was like, you, okay. Because again, I'm not really worried about, I'm just a hobby guy. I don't really care about it. I just want to, you know, hike the ball and run and throw. Well, I can do that in a game for three bucks versus 60. And this is where, you know, if you know what you want to get, when you talk to somebody, I can say, well, here are some microphones you could look for that would work and then see if they're available on eBay or other places where you can buy used equipment. You could save money by that. But how did I know that? By working with people who know what, you know, they're doing what you're doing. And so, again, you're either going to pay for your podcast in time or with money, or in my case, uh, pizza and root beer. (laughs) It will be the currency of of learning video games. So keep that in mind. Don't get frustrated. And uh, you can find yourself in iTunes before you know it. I want to uh, bring up a couple things. Number one, shout out to my buddy, Glenn, the geek Hebert from horse radio network.com. We talk about how we suffer for our artwork. I know 
Many of us sweat in the summer when we turn off the air conditioning. Uh, Glenn has started a new podcast about discovering Florida and somehow fell and uh, injured his ribs, was in the hospital. I think he, I don't know if they're broken or bruised or what, but in any way, wherever Glenn is right now, he's not feeling really good. So I just want to give him a shout out to that. And also, this is just heartbreaking. I don't know Scott Smith personally. I met him once. He was on the podcaster's roundtable. From what I've read, he was a veteran. And from what I understand, he was also going through a divorce. And to make a really sad story short, he murdered his wife and then turned the gun on himself and left his two daughters orphans. And that just tears my... I mean, the whole thing is sad, but the, the last little ingredient there of the daughters just rips my heart out and they do have a GoFundMe page. And if you feel so moved, I'll put a link to this out in the show notes. And I just wanted to throw this out there that I I realize for some of us, the holidays are warm and fuzzy and eggnog and mistletoe and jolly old St. Nicholas and presents and laughing and warm fires. And then other times it's not. And uh, at one point in my life, I separated from my now ex-wife on Christmas Eve. To make a long story short, I did not feel safe in my house, and I'll just leave it at that, and I kind of escaped. And to say that Christmas was not warm, fuzzy, eggnog, St. Nick laughing around the fire is an understatement. And I'm just here to say that if you push through, even when you don't want to, and you just think that life cannot get any worse, there are people that can help you. And so if you just go to Google and type in suicide hotline, there are tons of resources out there for you. And I just re- I just want to say, look, there are, I realize that it's not all puppy dogs and rainbows all the time. And that's just not the answer. It's just not. It may seem like the answer. Go watch It's a Wonderful Life. Mary, oh, I'm going to name my baby Zusu. Who names their baby Zusu? What are they thinking? But there is help available. There's a lot of help available. And I just urge anyone that's feeling that way to to reach out and, and get some help. This is not an official Lipson show. I am an employee of Lipson, but uh, there are some new things over at Lipson. Number one, if you're a Lipson customer, you can now add your show to Spotify and all you have to do is go to destinations and click on add. I'll put a link to some tutorials on. There are some things you could do, especially if you have a longer title, things of that nature. And uh, I do want to say they have told us that it will be once you add this, once you add your your destination, it will take up to two weeks to be added. I'm going to say right now, I could be wrong. I would say plan on a month because I know iHeartRadio when they, that's another destination you can add at Libsyn. And if you want to use Libsyn, by the way, use the coupon code SOP free and that'll get you a free month. And again, SOP short for school of podcasting free, all one word. And iHeartRadio did the same thing. And then they get a ton of people that join at once and, and the deadline always gets pushed back. So be, be a little patient with that. The other thing you're going to see that's going to be a little weird is Spotify Unlike other uh, directories, they're actually going to make a copy of your file and put it on their servers. So if you have the advanced stats, you'll be able to go in and see how many people are listening to you on Spotify. However, if you look at your Libsyn stats, so there'll be Libsyn stats and then Spotify stats, it'll look a little weird because you'll go in and you'll say, wait a minute, in my Libsyn stats, it says I have 13 downloads. 
And then in my Spotify stats, it says I have whatever, 300. How can that be? The 13 that you see in Libsyn is Spotify pulling your file from our servers to theirs. So you will see kind of two different sets of Spotify stats. And the the ones that you really want to, in terms of answering the question, how many people are listening on Spotify, that'll be under the Spotify stats, not under the, the Libsyn stats. And It'd be interesting. I know some people are like, can we combine those? No, because their stats are separate and we're just bringing them over so you can check them in one place, meaning your, your Libsyn dashboard, but they're actually not added together. The other thing that uh, we have just launched our new stats interface and the big change at this point, there'll be more coming in the future. Right now, the new stat system is completely mobile friendly. So if you want to check your stats on your phone, you can now do that. Episode 600 is right around the corner. We're going to do a special Ask Me Anything episode, except you can't ask me about podcasting. On my hundredths episodes, 400, 500, et cetera, I usually break format. And in this format, we're just going to have, if you've ever wanted to ask me or wondered about me, we're going to change the format to that. All you have to do is you can either email me, Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com, or I'd kind of prefer if you can record something and email it to me, Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. Just put AMA episode in the title and uh, we will hear your question. Nothing is off the table. You can ask me whatever you want. So that's coming up very soon. I need that by January 1st, 2018. Speaking of next year, I already mentioned, did I mention? I don't know. I've recorded this episode like three times because I broke my classes and I can't see a thing. It's a lot of fun. Uh, December 9th and 10th, I'll be in Portland, Oregon at PodCon. Then February, I will be at the PodFest 2018 Multimedia Expo, and I believe I'm allowed to say this now, they'll be having their first ever podcaster roast, and the roast target, whatever you would call it, is the one and only me. So that'll be fun to have my friends rip apart my self-esteem in public. Looking forward to that. Uh, That, again, is in February 8th through the 10th. I'll be actually celebrating my 53rd birthday there. And then last but not least, also in February, this, oh, one other thing about PodFest, if you haven't heard, they moved hotels because, well, they outgrew it. That's a good problem to have. And speaking of big events, the granddaddy, the biggest event that I know of, I've never been to this one, looking forward to it. The opening night is on an aircraft carrier. What more do you have to say? This is in San Diego. So I'm really making out. I go from Florida in February because I live in Ohio. February in Ohio is no fun. So I'll be going to Florida and then later February 28th through March 2nd, I will be at Social Media Marketing World. I'll be speaking there as well. I'm speaking at PodFest, but at Social Media Marketing World, I'm leading a panel on podcast monetization. That's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I'll have links to this all out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 595. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you're having a great holiday season. Until next week, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless. Next up is, here's a novel idea. Maybe not do the suicide prevention segment in the middle of your show because there's no way to come out of that. I'm talking about a dead dog dedication. I feel like uh, 
Casey Kasem. Holy cow. Lesson learned. 